Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. And Sean, I believe we have a guest today, an entrepreneur. We're going to share an entrepreneur. We're not going to share him. He's going to share his story on building an e-com brand from scratch, from scratch. Yeah. So uh, Drew is his name and I met him in one of the groups I'm in. Um, it has a bunch of e-com builders in it. So I thought, uh, be cool. Plus he's got some other things in common with you and I, mm-hmm. army university of Georgia. So there's no telling where this conversation <laughs> might go today. Oh, man. Uh, fair warning for those listening. Uh, it could end up at football, military, uh, and all kinds of stuff. But we're going to talk to Drew today about his business, how he started from scratch, kind of what he's going through. So this is like a real world marketing case study. It's like in the process of, of trying to apply a lot of things we talk about on the show every week. Um, so that's that's the angle we're looking at here. And um, and then at the end, we'll we'll see if um, Drew wants any feedback or if we want to poke holes in anything he's doing. Uh, he's a big boy. I think he, he can take that. So uh, there so, might not be yeah. anything. He may, may not be schooling he may, us. He might be. <laughs> He's out there doing it in the real world, trying to turn my light on here. Um, it's getting dark already. I see it's already dark in your neck of the woods. Are getting is. there quick? Well, it's been dreary and rainy all week, so we've yeah. not seen I mean, sunshine since last weekend. I mean, it's been dark in Knoxville since they played the dogs. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Dang, I'm so, always late to that. That's all right. I, I'm just, man, I'm just quick. I just throw them out so quick. So, all right, let me read Drew's, um, cause I know Drew has a beverage. So I want to read his bio and then we will bring him on. So make sure you have the crowd ready to go there, Jonathan. Okay. Um, Drew camp is a dad of three combat veteran and the founder of the Epic dad company. And like any good military guy, he's got an acronym for that. Tedco. Tedco is a supplement company that has a mission of changing the culture by creating more epic debts. Founded in 2021, Tedco creates 100% natural supplements that help dads become better athletes, leaders, and providers. Tedco believes that the best way to change the culture is to change yourself first. Drew also runs the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast. So, welcome to the show, Drew Camp. Sean, Jonathan, thank you guys for having me on. Yes. Yeah, standing ovation. There. Appreciate it. Ovation. <laughs> hey, you did a good job writing that bio. That's right. <laughs> Made our job easy. All right. Um, yeah. So before we get started, I just, uh, we're going to, well, we're rolling into our beers, but I just wanted to remind everybody uh, it is the holiday season. And this episode is sponsored by the Original Craft Beer Club. It's a delivery service. You can send people beers of all kinds, craft beers. Uh, just if you want to learn more about it, persuasionbythepint.com slash craft beer. Great holiday gift. Great holiday gift or business gift or whatever else. So yeah. that's all we're going to say about that. So that's right. Now we're going to enjoy our own beers that are not yes. part of the craft beer club, but no, they're not. These were, <laughs> I don't know where you got yours. I got mine at total wine today. Yep. Went down there, but we always let our guests go first. So drew, what do you have over there and tell us where you're yeah, so I'm, I'm enjoying my beer a little bit north of Atlanta, Georgia. So you guys mentioned I'm a, I'm a dogs fan. Um, so yes. I actually got my beer from Publix. Um, my wife is out of town and I'm, I'm dragging all three little kids around. So yeah. we, we took a trip into Publix with Screaming Kids. Um, <laughs> nice. and, I, and I got a uh, uh, from your neck of the woods, uh, Sean, for uh, Creature Comforts. 
Um, so I got there, Athena Paradiso, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a, a ghost, 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 mm-hmm. how do you pronounce that? Um, which is sour. Um, so I, I, I used to be a pretty big craft beer guy. Um, so I went to university of Georgia, uh, for, for grad school. And one of the classes was entrepreneurship class. And we actually chose, my group chose to do a craft brewery, um, as our, our topic and our business we wanted to explore. Um, and then like, you know, started doing deep dives into the world craft beer and got to go do a bunch of tours and got to tour creature comforts. Um, and we actually were looking at potentially launching a brewery, um, in Swanee, Georgia, if you know where that's at. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Training camp. Yeah, that's, right. Mm-hmm. that's right. Um, and, uh, we were actually looking at a building. We were kind of getting that far, um, just me and a business partner. And then the numbers just scares away. You know, it was going to be about a, a mill and a half just yeah. to get going, you know? Sure. And yeah. so, so it just chose not to, but that kind of started my passion for, for craft beer. And then, you know, I've been drinking it for a, a long time, but then we were kind of talking before we hopped on here that, uh, I've been on a bit of a health kick lately and, uh, watching my calories and carbs. So, um, I don't drink it as often as I used to, but I, I enjoy a nice beer. So wait till uh, those kids are teenagers. You'll be back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll pop this one open and, and give it a taste here. Creature. Com- so creature comforts are those guys. Uh, those guys are in Athens. They're Correct. Based- yep. Yeah. Okay. Right downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah, I've heard, cool. I've, I've heard them, uh, their sponsor on another podcast I listen to that is, it's a dogs related podcast that yeah, like, they have a, uh, Tropicalia is their like, you know, their big one. It's just a like citrusy IPA, mm-hmm. which I've heard you guys kind of, you know, IPAs. I'm not sure what you think about those, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's a decent beer. Um, yeah. but let's get this one shot. Now hold your, you're going to read easy, man. Easy. Well, uh, don't, <laughs> we got a toast a first. Yet. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm He's just going in. in. I brought still hadn't had a beer in a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jonathan, what you have over there? Uh, returning guest is a Kentucky bourbon barrel. Okay. So let me pull up there. Cause I did. We're in the same line of thinking today. This is a, uh, let me switch over here. This is a bourbon barrel peppermint porter. Uh, Christmassy. Christmassy. Yeah. So you only get this one time a year. Uh, it is just the right amount of chocolate and peppermint, uh, bourbon barrel aged porter, that is the perfect complement to a warm fire. Notes of bourbon and toffee complement the roasted malts in this brew, and the result is a peppermint patty cocktail in your glass. There you go. It's nice perfect. thing about Kentucky bourbon barrel stuff is you can get those just about anywhere in the country. So that's that's right. It's that's, that's nice for those people listening. Oh yeah, yeah. They're another everywhere. national one that we have. Wait, I got to change my camera. Hold on, because this is a very on this beer. Hold on. All right. So my beer today is the uh, Brooklyn Black Ops beer. Man, look at that. All right. So here's the here's the uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn Black Ops is a legend. We can neither confirm nor deny its existence. However, if it did exist, it would be a robust stout originally concocted by the Brooklyn Brewing Team under the cover of secrecy and hidden from everyone else at the brewery. Supposedly, this vintage of Black Ops is aged for months in Four Roses, small batch bourbon barrels. Such a beer would combine big chocolate and coffee notes with a rich underpinning of vanilla-like oak. Is Black Ops real? We can't say. But we think you'll love it. So, uh, Do you like Black or, uh, Four Roses, Drew? You're, you're I do, guy. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a bourbon guy. Um, if you guys can see behind me, I got quite the, the stash back there. Um, yes, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm a big bourbon guy. So um, late, see a little Woodford. I, I, I point, yeah, picked that some, one up. There's some Woodford. Yep. Um, I think my go-to, just because it's cheap and it's decent, uh, is just Bullet. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you're going to spend 40 bucks and just have a, a decent one, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I really like Angel's Envy, which is another good one that's that's not too you know high price, probably 80, 90 bucks a, a bottle or so. Um, and then there's a, a local distillery in Atlanta. Um, gosh, let me try to think of the name of it. It's uh, Atlanta Spirit Works, ASW. Um, and they make a fantastic rye um, that I'm, I'm usually stocked up on. So, Yeah, there's quite a few. There's a whole brew uh, distillery scene right out here close to where I'm at in Austin um, in Dripping Springs. It's got some good stuff coming out of it. But, yeah, so, uh, oh, I forgot to say mine's 11.5% alcohol, so pretty heavy. Oh, man. We'll, we'll see if it tastes like cough syrup or not. So, And mine is a drunk syrup. I was saying, right. Jonathan, on, on yours, uh, so my, my daughter's name is Ashley Porter. Um, so that's how oh, big really? I got into the, yeah, the, the crafting. Wow. Does she know <laughs> she's named after a type of beer? <laughs> she does. Okay. Yeah. She should be proud. Does she understand that yet? <laughs> she will one day. All right. All right. Well, let's cheers it up, and then we'll give them a rating, and then cheers. we'll be on with the show. Whoops. Wrong button. Wow. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Drew, we let our guests go first on a one to five pint scale. Five five being the ultimate. Okay. And, um, and, and keep in mind, five, there's only a few fives out there. There's three not years, that many. We've only had We don't give years. those out liberally. <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely not a five. Okay. Um, I'd probably give it maybe a 3.2. Okay. or so, so kind of middle of the road. Um, it, it, they label it as a German-style tart wheat ale with coriander and natural flavors. And the tasting notes are pineapple, lemon, salt, and coriander. Um, coriander. I'm trying to remember I de- I, I definitely, coriander tastes like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> trying to refresh my memory on coriander. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's not bad. It's tart, uh, for sure, which I like. You yeah. know, I like sours. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got the sweetness of the pineapple kind of as the aftertaste. Mm. So it's, it's a, it's a unique combination, mm. uh, very drinkable in the summer, definitely not a wintertime beer. Um, but I can like see it. myself having three or four of these on the beach, you yeah. know, in the summer. So your score is decimals are fine. Yeah. 3.2. 3.2. Got it. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. Just an average. Um, I'm going to give this one. I, I know I've had, I had this one on last year, probably around the same time. Uh, but those ratings don't mean anything. Everything's, you know, Subjective every rating to, is within, you know, it just is in itself on every show. No so. Time is a construct. That's right. It's, so it I'm, is what it is right now. We're, uh, we, we, we're allowed a little flexibility and, and what we determined is, is, uh, is good and bad. I'm going to say this one is uh, a three, nine on this episode. Tastes a little flat this time, so. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's that workout. Maybe the endorphins are messing it, it up be. or something. It could be. You know, and this, it, it didn't get to sit in the fridge very long, so that may have something to do with it. I yes. do notice it does taste like a peppermint patty, though. And I'm sure oh. I've mentioned this previously when I had it before, but it tastes like, if you've ever had one of those uh, little peppermint patties, it tastes yeah. like, it's got that aftertaste to it. So. Or an Andy's mint. Yeah. Yeah. Either one of those. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to, mine like kicked me in the face when I first drank it. Like it's, it's got 11 and percent, you know, it's got that alcohol taste, but after a few sips, it's calming down. It's, it's getting better airing out a little bit. Yeah. Wish I had that sound effect of somebody getting kicked in the face. I'll have to add yeah. that. Um, 
That's probably one of Drew's kids in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> seven children in my house right now. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give this like a three, nine as well yeah. in that, that range. That's it, right. I have a feeling it'll get better as I go. Uh, cause it'll probably kill my taste buds at some point. So uh, I think it'll get awesome. better. So yeah, three. Drew, by the way, you know, Sean and I, we've got older kids, so we completely understand <laughs> if you have to break away for any reason, if somebody's like, uh, I'm good. I got the six year old in charge. So okay. Good. Be fine. Well, that's yeah. She's just sprinkling puffs around for the baby, you know? So yeah, <laughs> that makes well, us feel better that a six year old's yeah. in charge. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like the federal government. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that one right. definitely gets it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that should get like a savage, you know, oh, yeah. type sound yeah. effect. We need yeah. one of those. All right. Well, let's roll into this. Uh, Drew, thanks for being on. Thanks for putting up with us so far. It just gets worse from here. <laughs> um, but you tell us about kind of your journey. You, you already mentioned a little bit. You, you got the entrepreneurial bug while you were in graduate school and doing the brewery thing or thinking about doing the brewery thing until you found out how much stainless steel equipment costs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, how old are you, by the way? Just curious. Uh, I am 36 years young. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just a babe. Yeah. <laughs> just a pup. I've that's got a great. son that's 28. So yeah, it does feel, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So tell us about your journey and how you ended up and landed at with the Epic Dad Company. And then we'll get into kind of what you've done to grow it <clears throat> so far. Yeah, for sure. So um, so yeah, I, I just, you know, heard, I, I, uh, was in the army prior. So I know you guys are both army guys as well. So I'm sure we can, we can chat, chat about that a little bit too. But, uh, what was your MOS? Uh, I was 11 Bravo. Awesome. Um, so I was a, yeah, I was a <laughs> infantry paratrooper. Um, <laughs> I, got my tank, I got my tank tread bracelet. Uh, <laughs> oh, sweet. Infantry. Is that, did you get that from hero? hero yeah. From yeah, hero. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Man. So I was, I was 11 Bravo was with the 82nd. Um, so just got to jump out of planes and, blow stuff up, which was awesome. Good experience. Got to deploy. Yeah. Um, but then when I got out, um, <clears throat> just went to work in the corporate space. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's, that's what I was supposed to do. You know, um, went, uh, went to school prior to the army as a marketing, uh, grad, um, enjoyed marketing, but didn't really know like what to do with it. So I, I got a job at a consulting firm. Um, one of the, one of the top consulting firms, um, sure. it was a good, good experience. And then same thing there was kind of like, well, this is nice, but you know, I don't really feel like I'm having an impact. Um, at least yeah. to what I want to do. And I was in government consulting too. So it, it just kind of like, ugh. Oh, yeah. um, right. and I, I vividly remember I was writing a, a hurricane relief grant. Um, and it just hit me. I was like, what am I doing right now? Um, you know, and so, <laughs> so that, that kind of prompted a, another career shift and, uh, giving more money out. Yeah. That's what, you know, it's like, <laughs> wow. What am I doing? Like just giving out yeah, millions maybe. of dollars. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, like we got brought in to, to basically act as like the business arm for like these three letter agencies and, yeah. and, you know, try to say like, Hey, how can you more effectively use the funding that you're going to get? Yeah. And then how can you pitch for more funding and stuff like that? And, yeah. um, you know, learned a lot like with the consulting firm around communication and strategy, uh, things like that, but ultimately not really, you know, what I wanted to do. Sure. Um, yep. and so, so I moved into, uh, in the, like in industry, um, it started flexing, you know, a little bit of business skills more than I was at the consulting firm. Uh, and then went back to school, mm-hmm. um, and studied marketing strategy, uh, for my MBA. And so I've always been like a marketing guy and, and I've always studied it. Yeah. I just haven't really applied it. Right. I'm like, I just, mm-hmm. I love doing this, but I've just never had experience doing it. You know, it's just been all in an educational setting. Yeah. Um, and so I got, I cut my first or I cut my teeth first in entrepreneurship with <laughs> an outdoor adventure brand. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this was right at the tail end of grad school. I started this, um, and, uh, we brought on a couple of products. Um, one was a, a hands-free dog leash. The other was like a collapsible water, water bottle for hiking. Um, and you know, made a splash. We did okay with it. Um, but then when COVID hit, all of our manufacturing got completely shut down. You know, we outsourced everything from China, uh, supply chain was just a wreck. Um, mm-hmm. and at that point in time, it was, it was kind of a decision for me of like, okay, we've had some success with this, uh, but I don't really know who my audience is and who I'm serving. I'm just, you know, hoping somebody buys my product. Um, and you know, with, with most of our sales coming from amazon.com, that made it even, even worse, right. Of like, I don't even know who's buying this stuff, you know? Yeah. And so when I, tr- I was thinking like, okay, do I try to force this brand and come up with an audience that I'm trying to serve mm-hmm. or do I take some of those lessons learned and, and actually apply it to something that I care about, um, in an audience, you know, that I know really well. Right. Uh, and so that's what I did was I took whatever profits we had from that business, uh, and just sat down and thought for about six months, um, about what, what's important to me. Um, what do I not mind talking about every day for the next five to six years? <laughs> um, and really like, where do I think my, my value and my skill set can, can provide value to the marketplace? Um, and came up with dads and fitness, um, you know, was the two things that I really liked doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, founded the Epic dad company, had no idea what I was going to do with it just knew that I wanted to serve that audience, uh, to, to be a, a better dad. Um, and then about six to seven months in after doing interviews and things like that, we, we decided to come up with a, uh, a line of nutritional supplements, um, to, to help dads along their fitness, uh, and, and personal development journey. And so that's what we've been doing ever since. And we've got one product out, um, and, and looking to, to launch two or three this next year. Um, and it's been a good experience and, and I'm, I'm super passionate about the, the mission of it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause ultimately, you know, we see our, our culture degrading and you guys may agree or disagree. Um, but you know, the, the culture is, is, is much different than it has, you know, it was 40 years ago. Um, and whether that's intentional or not intentional, there's just things going on, you know, that, that I think us as dads need to step up and, and be better leaders for our family. Um, that's going to actually create the change in the culture that we want. Um, and so that, that's kind of what we do, right. And, and our, our tagline, uh, well not tagline, but just the, the framework for the business is that we, we help dads become better athletes, leaders, and providers by creating world-class supplements, coaching, and apparel, uh, that fall within the four pillars of body, mind, relationships, and financials. And so that's kind of the structure of the business. And it's still very early on. Like I said, we've got one product, um, and we've just been building an audience right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's, it's time to, the one convert that audience that we do have, but then think about, okay, how do we go out to the marketplace to attract new customers when we're not, we're not just pitching our brand, but we're pitching our products that we have. Right. And so that, that's been the struggle for us is like, how do we, how do we bridge that gap between this broad overarching mission mm-hmm. and then like the actual products that we, we provide. Sure. So kind of long winded there, but you guys are up to speed. Telling a story. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that. I was <clears throat> I was having a video conference with a um, uh, a VP of sales with a company earlier today. And during the call, he said, he told me, and this is not an older guy, but he said, I'm going to have to get off the call a little bit early. He said, my, my brother just had a, like a massive heart attack. And he, says, and he said, he's only, he's only 49 years old. You know, a young guy. I mean, you know, it's like not old, but it's not young, but it's, it's not at an age where you expect somebody to be suffering from a massive heart attack. 
And uh, he said, yeah, you know, this guy's up in Minneapolis. And he said, we're going to have to gonna have to cut out of here right after this call and head up to uh, Minneapolis because he's in the hospital. Guy at 49 years old with a family, you know, so it's um, just say that, you know, it's importance of uh, lifestyle changes for everyone, especially, uh, you know, guys out there need to keep yep. themselves in, in uh, the best shape possible, if not for themselves, but the people that... <clears throat> they're yeah. providing for right yeah i mean you know when, when the airplane is, is going down right you you know they tell you to put your mask on first right yeah that, that that's kind of our approach is you know if you want to give 100 percent to your family like you need to, to put you first yeah and and you know your your mental state your physical state your spiritual state like you need to get all that aligned so that you can be there for your family 100 percent. and so that right. may take away from some time from your family but when you're when you're there you're more present you're more engaged yeah and you're a much better dad yeah Absolutely. So let's start talking. Let's talk about like you, you were in marketing in school. Um, I'm curious, like what you've had to unlearn from what you were taught <laughs> in school. Cause I was, I yeah. mean, I, I dropped out of, uh, excuse me. I flunked out of college at the university of Georgia. That was the last school I went to. So that's, that's what I claim. But um, so I'm curious what you have, what you've had to unlearn as you grow this business and start this business. Then we'll get into kind of some of yeah. what you've actually been doing on the ground. But what, what have you had to unlearn so far? When it comes yeah, to I think uh, the only thing I remember from undergrad and graduate school is the four P's of marketing. I think that's, you know, uh, <laughs> what all the money went towards. Um, <laughs> Which are what? Which are Which what? For those? Product, 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 place, price, and promotion okay. are the four P's of, of uh, marketing. Um, and like that's great, right? Like it's important. Um, but ultimately there's a lot more to, to marketing than that. Um, and, and what I've had to really unlearn is really that, you know, you have to be so flexible, I think, uh, in, in today's environment with social media, uh, and everything that, that, you know, yes, there are some solid like frameworks that you can use, but you just gotta be a, a lot more flexible, I think, than, than what they teach, you know, um, in, in business school. And honestly, like what I got out of business school was good, was good relationships, Yep. Um, and, you know, that helped set up my career. Um, but outside of that, like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> it's all I mean, on the just read a bunch of case studies, right? I mean, from <laughs> yeah. like big brands out there. I mean, that's, yeah, and, 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 it, and it is right. Like all, all the, the case studies that we do are, you know, these, these multi hundred million dollar brands, right. That, right. that can't, that can't shift that fast and can't, right. you know, position themselves that way. And so, um, you know, it's, it's nice to learn that, right. Like there is a solid foundation that, that I probably got now. Um, sure. but every, everything that I've learned that's been, um, you know, that I've executed on in actual business, uh, has been from, you know, from, from learning from books, right. And, and kind of personal development. And so just dissecting into, <laughs> into copywriting or, yeah. you know, build, building sales letters, building landing pages, you know, social media marketing, et cetera, has really just been one of the books that I can consume, um, you know, outside of a school setting, uh, for people that have actually done it. Uh, you know, I feel like that's something you, you, we have in, in academia as well as, is a lot of my professors. I feel like they were, you know, that's all it does be a professor. Uh, and I'm like, all right, well, where's your experience yeah, right. in doing this? Yeah. <laughs> right. Those that they can't do teach. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the way it goes. What well, I'm curious, what are some of the, uh, what are some of the books that, that really have been the foundation? Uh, yeah. For, for, um, for so I think, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about the guy and his platform and all that stuff, but, but Russell Brunson from, from ClickFunnels um, has been a good one. His, his series that he has on, uh, 
uh, it's the expert books. I don't remember the titles right. of all of them, but expert secrets and traffic and all kinds yeah, of stuff. Um, dot com secrets. Yeah, secrets, that was the first one. Traffic yeah. secrets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. Um, so, so those I, I constantly find myself kind of, you know, I've, I've got all three of them right back there mm-hmm. highlighted. Um, especially as you're thinking about what, what I'm doing, it's kind of building a personal brand too along, alongside it. Like I, I am the face of the brand. And so I'm thinking about what are those things that I can use to, you know, be an attractive character, like to have a rallying cause and, and things like that. Right. That's yep. going to build up the personal side of the business too. Yep. So I'd say those three, um, have been pretty foundational. Um, let's see, uh, influence. Um, I forget the, the author's Chubby. name. Yeah. Yeah. Has, has been a really good great one. Book. Yeah. That is that's a great Jonathan's, one. That's Jonathan's favorite. That's my, yeah, that's a really good one. All time um, favorite. and then there's one that, uh, the, uh, the perfect sales letter, I think by, um, Dan Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ultimate sales letter. The ultimate yeah. sales letter. Yep. Um, that one, uh, there's probably a couple more like business related books that I go back. Well, so a big one for me, then, uh, Hormozy, who's like blown up all of a sudden, yeah. um, the $100 million you know, offer. Yeah. That's a great, yeah. great book. Yeah. Um, just really helped me think about like how I'm crafting an offer and, and, and I'm yeah. sure we'll dive into it. And Sean, I know we've talked about it a little bit before too. It's like, yeah. how do I take that same framework of, you know, one building up the value as much as I can on the top half mm-hmm. of that equation. And then on the bottom half, how do I, you know, build in guarantees and like the, um, you know, the, at least from the customer's perspective, like they're going to get this result you know, but like, yeah. but how do I, how do I take that and flip it and, and use that for a product? Right. Sure. It's yeah. been the, the tough thing for me. Yeah. Cause you know, a lot of the, I think we had this conversation in a Facebook thread drew that like mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of the copywriting insights and things out there seem to be geared a little bit more towards, especially direct response seem to be geared a little bit more towards service and information products. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I told you and some of the other people in the group, it's like, actually the, the, if you go back to Claude Hopkins and some of the original guys from the twenties and, and even before that, they were all doing products. There was no information marketing and really service businesses back then that were using direct response. Um, but over the last 20 or 30 years, it's all been about information mm-hmm. marketing. Cause that was the, you know, that was the thing since the eighties, nineties was like information marketing. And there's been this resurgence, like only big, big, big brands had physical products, mm-hmm. but now those barriers to entry with white label and a lot of other things have been just, you know, pretty much demolished and you can mm-hmm. start a brand of any kind of product you want really. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, a lot of these principles that we talk about, they seem like they're just for information market, but if you really sit down and look at the principles, mm-hmm. not the tactics, then you see how they apply to physical products as well. Like you're talking about having a character, mm-hmm. you know, having a good offer bundles, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you're in a tough spot right now, right? Cause you're, you got one product. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to do an upsell, you know, or a cross sell when you got one of something. Yeah. You know? But you know, it's proven in, in uh, the supplement market. It's, it's nothing has beat multiple, pr- multiple units of the same product mm-hmm. yeah. um, in the, in the original funnel. Like that's, right that's been working for 10, 15 years now um, is to just sell more of the same thing once mm-hmm. people buy it. Um, pre-workout's a little tricky, right? Cause it's got a little bit of a shelf life. It, you know, if it sits in your cabinet too long, it can get lumpy or that kind of stuff. And, but you, you know, you do have some gear as well, which I think there's some opportunities there for you to, 
to package mm-hmm. up T-shirts with. Yeah, and we've got and we've got like information stuff, right? Like like yeah. I, I just kind of put out, um, you know, on our Instagram channel, we, we've got a, a, a awesome nine week strength training program um, that uh, that we've got out there for free. You know, as, as kind of an up, upsell offering as well, and a lot of these like assets that I think I can use um, that I'm just not right now. What's, um, Ooh, I want to jump into problem solving, but I want to hear a little bit more about your story and, yeah. and kind of stuff like yeah. that. I'd be curious. Like, so what is the, um, you got one, you, you've got the one product obviously. So outside of that, I mean, what's the vision from that point on in terms of, you know, other yeah. products or, um, yeah. So the vision really is, um, we w- we want to be the premier supplement company for dads. And okay. so like, like if, if a dad, you know, if, if, if a dad raises his hand and says, I want to go on the transition or, you know, the transformation of becoming a better father, mm-hmm. like we want that to be us, like right. that they go to. Okay. Um, and so we, we've got a line of products kind of built out and some are in sampling in, in different stages that we'll launch once we feel like we're, we're at the scale that we want to be with the first one, which is the, the pre-workout right there. Um, can you talk, so, I'm just curious, I want to stop you there for a second yeah. for like people. Cause I, I find this fascinating. What is, what's like the process for, you know, getting a product approved, obviously, you know, you, it's <laughs> yeah. gotta be FDA, all this, all these barriers. So FDA, no, you don't, not with supplements. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so that's so. a barrier that you don't have to, okay. um, but it's still a process. If you want to do it right, it's yeah. a process. Can you so, walk us, give us a yeah. kind of an overview of what that's like? Because, yeah. um, you know, people are like, okay, what, like I've got, a, I've got this idea for a product and if it's supplement related or if it's workout related, you know, how do I go about Con, from concept to getting it on the shelf or, or getting it yeah, into yeah. somebody's on to I'll, somebody's I'll kitchen table. Through, yeah. I want you guys through my, my journey that I, that I took and, and we, I've tried to do a good job of documenting all this on, on social media as well. So, sure. you know, people that are following along can feel like they're invested in the brand, yeah. you know, want to see success. I've had a, had a hand in that. Um, so yeah, you know, it, like I said, we had the concept of, okay, we want to have, you know, supplements, right. We want to do right. that. And so we thought about, okay, hey, what's what's the, the first supplement we could have? And really what's the first like step you need to take on that journey to, to personal development mm-hmm. is really around fitness because fitness is like the gateway drug to personal excellence, yeah. in my opinion. If you get your body right, like you're, you're going to get your mind right, get your family mm-hmm. right, et cetera. And it's like the easiest one to attack because you have direct control over it. So that's what we decided. We said, okay, hey, pre-workout, let's go with that. And we wanted to be all natural because we feel like that's going to be important for our audience as, mm-hmm. as men start to age. You know, they're in that thirties, mid forties. Like it's, it's more important, you know, to, to be mindful of what you're putting in your body. Um, that's so what you call raw liver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like liver King, all natural. <laughs> <laughs> that video is so funny. <laughs> By the way, I saw, I saw this meme. Um, <laughs> you can totally off, off topic here, but sorry. I just I, had to be, we gotta, it, we gotta interject a little humor every now and then. Yeah. It's timely. So let's talk. Yeah. No, yeah. I saw, I saw this meme of the liver King where can I curse on this? Yes. Podcast? Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, video. He's like, all right, man or gentlemen, I fucked up, you know, <laughs> I gotta be a better human. And the meme was like me to my wife, like once a month about trash week. <laughs> it's like, forget to take the trash out of the curb. Oops. Like I immediately sent it to my wife. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'll tell you though, I'm a, you talk about an attractive character, which he kind of built. And that was the whole, you know, kind of point of this last year with him. Like I am amazed at the loyalty he's, he's gotten 
um, from his followers on Instagram and, and like, I've been watching the numbers since all this broke and they mm-hmm. did not move. Like really? I, yeah. I figured it'd be a day to tank, but that's, no, yeah. they, they have not moved. So, um, they bought in, that, mm-hmm. that shows a lot about the power of a personal, you know, of a, mm-hmm. an attractive character. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting you know, how things go with sales and things like that down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyway, so yeah, go back to your, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we said I want to be all natural. And so really what I did was like, I, I bought like 40 pre-workouts, um, and tried them all, you know, oh. like, Hey, what do I like? What do I not like? Right. What's natural? What ingredients, you know, mix do I like? What do I, I not like? Um, and then I just went on Amazon and, and ordered, uh, bulk ingredients, of about like 30 to 40 different ingredients. And it looked like a science lab in my kitchen. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> and I, I mixed, you know, hey, a little bit of creatine here, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Um, and Dude, my 18 year old son would love talking with you because I mean, yeah. he's a, he's a workout freak right now. He's a gym rat. <laughs> and that's all he does is like order pre-workouts. And he's always looking at, you know, he's looking at, you know, he's buying creatine and, all of this stuff, you know, it's just, he, and he's like, it's a science to him. He's fascinated. Cause he, that's how his mind works. It's like, chemistry. yeah, and it's, it's really cool. You know, like, like I really knew nothing about the industry at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. all right, we're, we're making the best one. I was like, but I don't know anything about it. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that's like where I started. Right. And, and, um, if you, if you go to our Instagram page and like the first little bubble, yeah, uh, like you can watch the stories, you know, over and over again or whatever the safe ones, like watch that. Um, and it'll show the whole journey of like, yeah, that one right there, take a pre-workout. Um, it'll show me like literally mixing stuff up in my kitchen. That's awesome. Um, yeah. you know, <laughs> and like waiting on samples for a minute. Yeah, there it is. Like mixing stuff up. That's, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so if you're but, listening on a podcast, uh, you go to YouTube to our channel, you can see this episode, you can see Drew mixing stuff up, or you can just go to his Instagram at the epic com. So you should um, buy an RV it, lab, you know, like uh, <laughs> Walter White. You could be like the the uh, the uh, Heisenberg of. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That would actually that could be a fun skit to do on on Instagram or TikTok. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Put you a little yeah, yellow suit on. Now we got started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, but going back, I want I want to hear this. I yeah, I don't um, like you interrupting. So. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so. And then, and then also did a ton of research, right? An article yeah. like, hey, what makes a good pre-workout? What needs to be in there? What are the staples, et cetera? Right. Um, and so, yeah, I started mixing formulations together. Um, it took about two months or so to feel like I've, I've got it dialed in. And that was just on um, what I think the the actual like effect is going to be, not on taste. Because mm-hmm. um, all those stuff mixed together tastes terrible. It was like, <laughs> like, you know, but just like, what do I feel like, right? Yeah. Um, and then I felt like I had it pretty d- dialed in then. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me try to find somebody that can make this for me and actually make it taste decent. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, simple Google search. And, and like, thankfully, Atlanta is, is pretty well known for. Sorry. Cut that off. That's my wife. Uh, FaceTiming me. Um, oh yeah. Uh, it's pretty, pretty well known <laughs> for, for supplements. Yeah. From, from what, where's she, she's vacationing where again now? She is Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Ignore that on the beach. This is why he's the epic. This is why he's the epic dad That's and right. the epic husband brand because he just threw his wife to the side. When yeah, right. let, me, let me just say, Hey, on a podcast. Yeah. Call yeah. You, right you better, you better handle that. That's probably a good. <laughs> she is. Um, There's, I mean, <laughs> Better go but, uh, see the sea turtle and you'll be with her in a minute. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, like I said, thankfully Atlanta, where I'm where I'm at, um, it's kind of known for having a lot of manufacturers. Um, and so I, I started contacting, you know, four, five, six of them. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, not a lot of them would, would work with me uh, just because I'm looking for small order quantity, right? Uh, to, to initially started, I'm like, hey, I don't want to drop, you know, $70,000, like, you know, the first run or anything. But I don't even know if it's going to work. So right, Howard, you're a coward. <laughs> so a calculated Cal- risk. Um, <laughs> coward. So, so we found, we found one that, that was pretty reputable, went and took a tour. Um, they worked up some samples for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, we went through about four to five iterations on samples. Uh, and we sent some out to our audience that had been following us to, to taste it, like let us know what they think. Um, and then that, that took about another two months or so to dial in the, the flavoring and all that kind of stuff. Um, wow. and then from there, yeah, it was, it was a long I process. I mean, so you're talking about pro- sure you know, like right. a six month process. I mean, from, yeah, from, from like the idea to actually having a product in front of me was about nine months. Nine yeah. months. Wow. Hmm. Um, and then you know, we went through that, that phase and then, uh, had to get labels created, sure. um, all the design work and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, about nine months later, you know, had about 250 bottles of each mm-hmm. sitting in my kitchen. So that's awesome. And then now it was, all right, let's figure out how to sell these. So how do you, <laughs> so what's fulfillment like? I mean, does that go through a third party? Do you have a third party fulfillment center or do I mean, what do you, so I, 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 I leverage Amazon for about half the business, okay. um, through their, uh, it's called FBA fulfilled by Amazon where they'll, you store it in a warehouse location they'll pick, sure. pack and ship it. Gotcha. Um, but there's a lot of fees with that. Um, so it gets pretty costly. So if your margins aren't great, like it's going to be a pretty big hit for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other half I fulfill myself. Um, gotcha. so I've, I've got product here and I probably need to, to resource a 3PL sometime in the near future mm-hmm. uh, to get that off my plate. Um, but uh, I kind of like owning that part to be honest with you though. Um, yeah. just cause I'm, I'm kind of a control freak and I want it to be perfect. And I know if I do it, it's going to be great and it's going to have my touch on it. Um, and outsourcing that kind of scares me, but I know like operationally, there's probably more important things I can be doing than bagging up product, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, at some point you'll have to make that switch, but mm-hmm. uh, I actually grew up, my dad had a, a tea business where he made tea concentrate when I was probably seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th grade in that those three or four years. And that's one of my jobs. I worked at the, we actually had a big building with a big stainless steel pot. So instead of craft brew, it was iced mm-hmm. tea sweet tea, uh, right up in Athens, Georgia. Um, and that, every day after school, that's where I was. And all summer long, like packing, <laughs> wow. packing little quart jugs of concentrated iced tea and shipping them out to restaurants and grocery stores and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you're doing that in your dining room or your yeah. garage or where it, it is fun. Like I, I bring, you know, some of the, I feel like I'm fairly decent at email marketing. I feel like that's kind of my zone of genius. If I can get people, you know, in with, in with the brand, I can, I can develop a relationship through email. Um, it's like the very first email, mm-hmm. you know, somebody orders on our website is like, Hey, thanks for your order. Like my kids are packing it up right now. Like, don't worry about the glitter. You know, that's just my girls. And, and, you know, try, try to like bring some of that humor, you know, in, in a relationship with the customer. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. So, you, so you, uh, you know, you could have gone a million different ways with, with branding, you know, and, and voice and tone, uh, being a military guy, like you could have gone that route, but you, and I mean, obviously you're a dad, but you're a dad of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but where did the humor idea come from? I'm curious about <laughs> that. Cause you, you do have a lot of humor. You've got memes on your Instagram. Yeah. Um, you're a little, yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> stuff, so like, yeah, like the ultimately, right. Like 
I feel like we have a very serious mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the mission, uh, w- just when you look at the stats uh, of some of the stuff around fatherhood, uh, in our country, it's terrible. Like, yeah. you know, uh, you used to look at the stats of like children with father, without a father, it's like homelessness is up, like crime is up. Um, you know, it's all, all this stuff that's terrible. And so like, that's what we want to do. Like we want to create better dads, like to change those statistics. Right. But ultimately if I'm putting that out in the interwebs, like, that's a sad stop story that like not a lot of people are going to engage with. And so I like to lead with humor um, because that's something that people can, you know, right. And they can, enter, enter, um, they can engage with and, and, you know, get a, a bunch of social interaction there um, and kind of get some buy-in. Mm-hmm. And then if I can get them on my email list, then I start to transition a little bit over time of like, Hey, you know, we do have some humor, but ultimately like we're trying to do something much bigger right. than yeah. like what's on, you know, a front end Instagram page. Yeah. So you could have gone the ASPCA route with the Sarah McLaughlin song, you know, <laughs> yeah. the fathers, and these sad little girls with no father. Yeah. Like that would be a great one. I should do that. Yeah. And that'd be, you could do certainly do a parody of it. That'd be fun. So, <laughs> well, that's the thing these days. I mean, like, you know, such a shift from probably what you learned in, in school about marketing these big brands with their yeah. kind of buttoned up. Yeah. Don't ever offend brandy. anybody. Yeah. 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 Right. And, and you're like, I mean, you're really, you're kind of going in and, and you, you know, you got all kinds of different things. Um, you show yourself working out, you show some crazy pictures. I mean, I'm kind of scrolling through your Instagram here. Um, you know, I mean, you got, you got all kinds of memes and your kids, um, some military stuff like you've got a, I think a good cross section. And I tell you what I found, you know, in my coaching business, when I was doing copywriting as well, like it really is true. Like people, people buy from people that either they feel like are like them or they want to be like, right. So I think you putting yourself out there and you being a guy that somebody wants to be like is, is a really powerful way to promote your brand. Yep. It's uh it's uncomfortable. I'll tell you that. I bet. Yeah. Um, and I, that's where I struggle with as well. Right. It, is when I look at other brands, supplement brands in the industry that are where, where I want to be, right. Like they're doing 20 million a year. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's product, 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 product. And I'm like, well, shit. Whenever <laughs> I, got yeah. Like whenever I, photos. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, whenever I do a post like that, it's like five likes, right. You yeah. know, whenever I do something that's like in our wheelhouse, you know, whether it's through humor or just like, you know, dad stuff. Yeah. Like we get incredible engagement and, th- but that, that's where like the gap is. Right. I'm like, okay, people like me and they like the brand, but like, how do I sell the product? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, what are your, like, if you want to, I know some of this stuff is like private, but if you want to share some like numbers and kind of where you're at volume wise and, I know you were packing a ton of inserts the other day, so you're obviously doing enough to. <laughs> oh my God, that's a nightmare. <laughs> we can talk uh, about that one too. <laughs> uh, you know, part of fulfillment. Yeah, yeah, you were, and I and I've had days like that. I remember one summer, you know, talking about the tea business with my dad. We had a 15 passenger, like a passenger van, like the old passenger van, not like a nice Sprinter van these days, right? The old Dodge 15 passenger van. Um, with no seats in it. It was stacked full of, of stuff. And we went to every Piggly Wiggly grocery store in South Carolina and Georgia one summer to personally stock the shelves because he made a deal with Piggly Wiggly to get in their stores. For those who yeah. don't know, Piggly Wiggly was a grocery store and that was the real name <laughs> yeah, of the grocery store. There's one that exists still in <laughs> yeah. <North> Georgia. <laughs> um, so yeah, like that, that kind of hustle, um, mm-hmm. 
that's what you're doing. You're just doing it in, in a little bit different environment, but yeah, tell us kind of about where you're at in the, um, in the process with sales or what, as much as you want to reveal, obviously. Yeah, for sure. So we're, we're doing pretty low volume right now. Um, and part of that is intentional. Part of it is not intentional. Um, and I'll say, I'll say intentional because we have not a lot of inventory. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm not running ads. Um, everything has been organic kind of word of mouth. Um, I may do an ad test just to kind of see uh, if something converts, but I'm not trying to run anything at scale yet just cause we don't have the inventory supported. Um, is it subscription so, based right now or, uh, so we have subscription available on, okay. on the website. Um, and we've got some people that opt into that, which is awesome. Um, sure. You know, it, it's super cool to see people come back like over and over, you know, you recognize the names and things like that. It's really cool. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously you can, you can't subscribe on Amazon yet. I don't know what's going on with that, but you, you should be able to, but you can't, I got to figure that out. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, volume wise, like we'll, we'll you know, we'll be between, between like ten to fifteen thousand dollars this year. It's like super small. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that, that's all based off of just five hundred units initially that we probably get. We probably gave away two hundred, right? <laughs> right. Uh, just to influencers and things like that to, to drive awareness. So what we're at right now is like, okay, we. I feel like we've got a very solid foundation. Like we we know what the brand is, what it stands for. We know where we're going, um, and we've got a great audience of people that resonate uh, with the brand. And we've got a great product, like a fantastic product. Like I will sure. stack our, our pre-work up, pre-workout up against like anyone Anything. in the industry. Yeah. Well, you've done the research. I mean, you've yeah. put in, yeah. the, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you just testify that, I mean, you've tested like how many again? That, yeah. The 30, 40 pre-workouts. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, <laughs> and, I would trust you in a heartbeat. I mean, if I'm getting pre-workout, you're the guy. Yeah. And tell us some of the, the end up, the formula you ended up with and why you ended up with that. Cause you and I have talked a little bit about this, um, you know, some of the ingredients in it. Yeah. Um, talk about kind of why. Yeah, you ended for sure. up. So it's seven, uh, seven natural ingredients, um, that are active. And then there's a little bit of like for the help of flavoring. That's all still natural. Um, but the seven ingredients are, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, so there's six grams of, um, uh, let's see, let me, let me pull, I just want to make sure I, I don't yeah, get, like, get all the things right here. A little small um, to see on my screen, so yeah. Pull up here. So there's six grams of BCAAs, um, which that also just helps you stay hydrated in the gym, right? So you're working out, you're a lot, burn a lot of electrolytes, so that's going to help out. So you you have that in a lot of like recovery drinks as well. Yeah. Um, but as you're going through like an intense workout, BCAAs are going to help you, um, you know, uh, go a little bit longer. Um, we've got five grams of creatine monohydrate, which is a, a really big different differentiator for us. Yeah. So anybody that's, that knows about lifting uh, is going to know about creatine. Um, oh, yeah. Creatine is one of the most you know studied supplements of, of, of all, all time, uh, one of the safest supplements of all time. Um, but you typically see it in its, its own form, just like creatine monohydrate supplement, right? And so what we do is, is we like to go ahead and put it in here so you don't have to have an additional one, right? So if you're working out every day, if you're working out three, four times a day, you, you can go ahead and have that creatine um, you know, in your system, which is great. Um, and then let me pull a tub up. Yeah, because I pay out the it. wazoo for a product called I, I should, probably shouldn't mention it on here, but it's what C it was it CR, CR it's not C4, is it? Huh? It's not C4. C4. It's like CR5. I don't know. It comes in a little black container. And I go to GNC and they charge me like $1,000 for it. It feels like it. <laughs> but I don't know. I, lo- I, I love that you, and I think that's important from a marketing standpoint, you know, um, for those listing, like you had some things that you wanted to provide to the market 
that you saw as a gap because mm-hmm. you, because know, you, you work out yourself. Was any of that feedback from the market or was that just something that you personally wanted or yeah, it, creatine? Cause that, that is a big missing piece. Like you do have to have, you know, a scoop of creatine over creatine over here and a scoop mm-hmm. of this over here and a yep. scoop of this over here. And yeah, that was honestly something I put in there just cause I wanted it. Um, yeah. and then we got great feedback from the market on it. So yeah, I love, I love that. Cause that, most, that's... yeah. I mean, cause most pre-workouts don't have, I mean, they don't have the creatine in there, right? No, so they don't. You'll, you'll find some that do. So gorilla it's mind. So sm- it's so yeah. small that it's just like to be able to right. say it's in. Yeah. It's, a, it's a differentiator for sure. Um, yeah. cause like I said, tr- traditionally you're going to have a pre-workout if you want to do that. And then you're going to have a, uh, like a creatine H and B type supplement, mm-hmm. um, that you would take, you know, on your off days. Um, it's just, you're just going to help recover uh, and build that. Yours is like a, a full clinical dose, right? Like it is. Grams. Yeah. Yeah. So it's five grams of creatine monohydrate, which is the, the clinical dose that you need. Um, uh, typically, yeah, you'll get maybe two from meats that you eat, you know, uh, a day, mm-hmm. but really to, to, uh, to build muscle mass and keep that muscle mass and keep your strength, like creatine is going to be, you know, awesome. You need to be getting at least five grams a day. Sure. Um, so we just make sure, Hey, let's go ahead and put that in there for you. Okay. That's awesome. Um, and then we've got, uh, citrulline malate, uh, which is going to help with the blood vessels really, uh, get the blood flowing during, um, during your workout. Uh, we've got beta alanine, which has a similar thing. So that's that kind of tingly feeling you have on your yeah, skin. But, if you guys have had that before. Yeah. If you got to um, claw your skin off and yeah, and, and too much, <laughs> too, yeah, too much is going to, is going to give you that feeling, right. Of yeah. like, I got ants crawling on my skin, which I don't really like. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so we've I, got, yeah, I do like it for the fact that like, once I take it, I know I'm committed to working out because that's oh, the yeah. only way to get rid of it is like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get be, moving. is to be oh, in the gym okay. and working out. Um, so we've got three grams of that, um, in our V2 that's launching in January, we've got 3.2, um, okay. which is the, the clinical dose. Um, so we'll have a little bit more of that and that's just based off market feedback. And they were like, Hey man, I'd really just wish you put the clinical dose in there. I'm like, yeah, that's great. We should do it. Right. Um, so we're doing 3.2 of that. Um, and then this is really where this is another differentiator that we probably don't harp on enough, um, is we have got an amazing blend, uh, for, for caffeine. Um, so we, we do 200 milligrams of caffeine. Uh, we do 200 milligrams of L-theanine and 50 grams of green tea leaf extract. And so that combination just gives you a feeling that like you can't find from any other pre-workouts. Right. Um, what it does is the caffeine obviously gives you a high, right? Um, but it's kind of a quick one, right? And that's what you'll find with most pre-workouts is like, I'll get amped up and then I crash. Um, but what we do is we have that caffeine to give you a quick burst. And then what we have on the back end of that is your green tea leaf, which is going to level you out for a long lasting um, effect. And then in addition to that, we have L-theanine that really ties it all together. So you'll find L-theanine in a lot of like sleep aid supplements. Mm -hmm. And so it really helps the mind relax, kind of get into like a flow state, um, you know, just kind of like in the zone, relax. Right. And so that combination right there is something I, I haven't seen in any other pre-workouts and it no, gives you this amazing feeling of like, I, I feel great. It gets me amped up, but then I'm like just in the zone for like an extended period of time. Yeah. That's good. That's a good point. Cause I've got a teenager, he works out and he takes this stuff, but he like, he never sleeps. I mean, he sleeps <laughs> like three hours a night, I think, you know, sometimes oh, wow. cause he's just like, he's so <clears> amped up, up you know, mm-hmm. throughout the day. And let's talk about, um, cause a big, a big point of differentiation for you too. Um, and you looked at the market, you saw this was missing, I think is what you did not put in it. Yeah. So there, there's a, when you just pick up your average pre-workout and like look at the back label, yeah. uh, there's probably somewhere between 15 to 20 ingredients. Um, a lot of stuff you've never heard of before. 
Um, and a lot of stuff is in proprietary blends, yeah. which is, you know, they say, Hey, we've got an energy blend and they tell you what's in there, but not how much. Right. right. And, and probably they don't tell you how much is in there cause they don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just asking their manufacturer that, Hey, we want th- this stuff in there. Um, and the manufacturer will whip it up. Right. So they, they have no idea what's actually in there. You have no idea what you're putting in your body. And so that was really important to us was to make sure that it was natural. It was transparent because again, like as you start getting alerts to dad, uh, you know, the, the weight goes on a little bit easier. Um, you need to be watching what you put in your body and, and know what's going in there is much more important. So we just wanted to be as clear and transparent as we could be up front. Let you know, this is what's in there. Uh, this is what's not in there. And, and, uh, you know, only seven ingredients and, and you know exactly what's going in there. So it's, it's not proprietary. Like anybody could rip this formula off if they wanted to. Uh, and in my view is great. Go for it. What about like, DHMA? I mean, is that, <laughs> I got, I got, I mean, I got to ask. <laughs> yes. That's the first ingredient. <laughs> you pull Absolutely. up the Liver King list of approved yeah. <laughs> products. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you, yours is also, so it didn't have sucralose or that. What's your no sucralose? No. So yeah. we're switching up sweeteners. Right. Um, <laughs> So we, we had, um, erythritol for our first one, okay. um, which is a little, it's, it's good. It tastes good. Um, but we got it to taste even better, uh, with our new manufacturer. So, mm-hmm. um, they have used, they used, let me look it up and I'll tell you exactly where it is. Cause I don't want to speak out of turn. I think that's important as you're looking that up, like that's becoming more and more important and important in the marketplace. And that's something that's changing in the marketplace is the if people want not wanting these artificial sweeteners yeah. and these these things like that and to be a and so many of them have that especially the cheaper ones and, and sure and honestly your price is like you know yeah i mean we, we should probably charge more um nah, to be honest with you you don't but. need to do that you don't need to do that <laughs> no um, yeah yeah you could probably go ten dollars more i bet with your i mean just because you have the creatine in there right you no. know um so um, yeah, I'll Absolutely. tell you exactly what the sweetener is. So, so we had, we had erythritol and, uh, stevia, sweetly stevia, um, for the first one. And, and with the new manufacturer, we had it done with sucralose as well, just to see like the comparison. And it was like night and day. I was like, Oh my God, this tastes amazing with sucralose in it. But sure. I was like, yeah. but it's not nope. as good. Yeah. Sucralose yeah. isn't great for you. Right. Well, I mean, they've tied sucralose now to, and yeah, there's all kinds of studies coming out. Mm. Yeah. There's all kinds of studies that gut health and depression and things like that, that yeah. sucralose could be a big part of, of the anxiety and depression that we're seeing surging in the country right now. So, yeah, so it's really important to us to stay natural. So we've got stevia leaf extract for, for this one. So, so yeah. stay with stevia. We're taking out the uh, erythritol. Um, again, that was, it was good, but there was a lot of it in there to try to get the effect that we wanted with flavor. And so we feel like we can do, you know, almost a better flavor, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. with just, with just stevia. Um, and then we've also found a way to, to naturally color it, uh, as well with, with spirulina extract, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, cause it was right now it's just, you know, kind of a opaque color, yeah. which is like, you know, do people really care about it? Probably not, but it's kind of cool when it's like a, you know, blueberry and you put it in it's blue. Like yeah. it's kind of cool. So, so we can do, we can do it naturally. So we're, we're doing that on the next run as well. Yeah. Nice. Very Stevia, nice. Stevia is not that bad. I mean, no, Stevie's pretty, I mean, it's a it's, plant, so it's, it's a little more. Yeah. yeah like, and, it, and we've got I like xylitol, but you know, too much xylitol, you know what that does for you. I mean, you just like, <laughs> you're, uh, you got some issues. You got some intestinal issues, especially when you put in your coffee in the morning, too much of it. I can tell you yes. from experience, but, 
Um, no, I love it, man. So, I mean, t- what's in terms of like a subscription? What uh, people get on like a month to month? Is it a, yeah, or a monthly yeah, just, subscription or yeah, just monthly subscription? Um, like as as we go into uh, launching the version two, yeah. I definitely need to take a, a closer look at to like what yeah, our website crank looks those like. Prices up, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like what, what a website looks like one from just like a design perspective two from a copy perspective. Again, like we haven't been like pushing it a lot. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I know there's a lot of work that needs to be done there. Um, you know, to, to one call out, like what are the benefits and what's the differentiators that we have in our product? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other than just like, you know, C4 that you find on the shelves. So we need to call that out a lot better. Um, we need to, you know, honestly just do a lot better on the, on the website. Yeah. No, it's, I think, I, you got to start someplace, man. I yeah. love where you're at. I mean, this is yeah. the, 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 the sure. research that you put into this. It's, it's amazing. I mean, I, and the fact that you include all the, uh, all the ingredients that you need, including the creatine, which if, you know, people don't understand if you buy creatine by itself, I mean, yeah, that 40, stuff 40 is, bucks, 50 it, bucks. It's, mm. Oh yeah. And it's, Depending on the brands that you get, you can pay a lot more for that. And the guy behind yeah, the GNC counter wants to charge like you like 74 bucks or something. Yep. For, for yeah. Um, yeah. He's easily going to mark that up, for, you know, you know, to like 80 bucks, a little canister. And he's going to say, you know, if you buy three, then I'll give you a little discount or whatever. But yeah, uh, I mean, I buy, I buy like the two and a half pound bag of creatine. Yeah. Probably like you bought to do your test yeah. with. Um, and I had to do the same thing with glutamine, um, yep. you know, in the cabinet, but the more I can find supplements that have everything built in, you know, it, it solves a problem in my, mm-hmm. in my life. It's, you know, instead of opening three bags to make my smoothie or, you know, pre-workout drink, right. it's one scoop. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. so that's, that's what you're doing. And that's what I really appreciate. And I really appreciate, you know, the brand and the, um, all that kind of stuff. Are you guys so doing paid advertising or is it mostly just, you know, no. just free so social we, media? We've dabbled with a little bit, okay. um, just to kind of test and, and see, you know, does this work or not? Um, and, uh, I, I was talking with Sean, um, a while back, just about what we're thinking about doing, but I just don't know if we have enough to bring to the table yet, um, is a free, excuse me, uh, a free plus shipping ad, uh, to where we'll, we'll give you three sample packs. You pay the shipping, yeah. Um, you know, and then we upsell to subscription there, but, but I feel like we got to have a, a much higher, um, average cart value mm-hmm. to, to make that, you know, break it. We'll probably lose money, but to get it close to break even, uh, to where we're doing and bank on subscriptions. And I just don't think we're quite there yet. So we may run some, some, you know, baseline testing once we get the new version in, which has updated labels. Um, you know, it's got a great look to it, kind of a new, uh, a, a new branding to it, which is looks phenomenal. Yeah. Well, let's talk uh, about that for a second. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, do you mind if we move into troubleshooting and no, let's go for it. generation yeah. brainstorming a little bit? Let's go for it. Let's say you were to do the, um, the sample pack, which I think is a kind of a cool idea. Um, you know, we know you're not going to get an average cart by, you know, I've, I've told you based on companies I've worked with and friends I have and, you know, other people in, in the tribe and just other places that I've, that I've worked with, it seems like 50, 60 bucks is kind of the standard break even on, on cart value. Like that just seems to be where it's at. Um, across if you average it out across different industries. Right. So I think you could do this free for less shipping, but I think maybe because your brand is, I think very strong is maybe like your upsells or t-shirts and some of the gear that you have. Cause I think the gear portion of your business could be very, very big, maybe even bigger than the supplements themselves. Yeah. And that's, that's something I struggle with too. Like when we first started out, 
Um, we went directly to a manufacturer, ordered a bunch of t-shirts, um, and, and have them, you know, stock. And like, yeah. that's hard to get out in front of it too. Right. Cause, cause you yeah. never know what, where you're going to sell, what you're not. Right. And so I've still got some t-shirts that are just like sitting down there. And so what we started to do is do, um, uh, print on demand t-shirts. And I, I agree with you. I think there's a big market there. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, so I've transitioned all of the, so the ones with me with actual pictures is like the stock stuff. Um, yeah. and then the one of those are, are, uh, these are like right. print on demand. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I'd like to do is like, we can still leverage the print on demand, but I feel like I just need to get like great pictures of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not just like the stock picture. And then we can start running some stuff on that too. Yeah. I think offering those as a, as a upsell on your sample pack could be really, really strong. Okay. Um, all right. So I know you need to jump in a few minutes, uh, Drew. So, what questions do you have that maybe Jonathan and I can help you with? I mean, you're in the trenches, so we're totally just throwing stuff out because we don't actually know what your business is like. But, hey, we got three brains here. You know, one plus one is two. One plus one plus one is, well, it's still three in this, this group. <laughs> but maybe we, can, maybe we can help. Yeah. So I think, uh, like I said, once we get inventory in, I want to start running fairly aggressively, right. Okay. On advertising, uh, whether mm-hmm. it be on, on Amazon, on, on social media, driving directly to our site. Um, I, I'd love to know kind of what do you guys think would, would work, um, in an advertising setting, knowing our brand, knowing that we like humor, things like that. Right. Like that would drive to an initial opt-in and, and whether that's an opt-in to, to purchase or, or that's an opt-in just to our brand. And then we drive them to a purchase, you know, at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd love to know just kind of like the goal for me, right. Is we've got a good foundation. We want to start scaling this thing. Yeah. Like how do we do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, when I was at funnel hacking live this year, um, there was one of the speakers was Kristen Morelli. And she does these just really wild, almost like the um, Harmon Brothers style ads. Yeah. If you're familiar with those, but she does them all herself. So it's hilarious you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> I have a script written. <laughs> I, think, I think you could, you're, because you're willing to, to play that card, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be your best, one of your quickest ways to success with the ads is to be a little bit silly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In fact, I posted... I posted on Instagram today on my coaching stuff. I was like, at the end of your life, silly will have a better ROI than serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll see if anybody agrees with that. But um, I think I think that's I think that's kind of where the the market is at right now too. Just in general, I think people are appreciate self self deprecating humor and sure. and humor in brands. Um, you know, I think Old Spice kind of paved the way for that in the last. T- you know, five or 10 years to really just kind of, and poopery and, you know, some of those, those brands. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think a Kristen Morelli style ad just can't be created right in your backyard or at your local gym. Okay. Or you got a garage yeah. gym. So Slo- right local garage. gym. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to read the ad. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Cause, I, Cause I've got, I've literally had the script written out. Let's hear it. We just, we're just trying to figure out, okay, should we buy just like a 4k camera and do it ourselves? Or should we hire somebody for the day to do it? Um, I would start, by the way, I would start with your iPhone 14 or whatever the yeah. highest version of your iPhone is. Okay. Maybe a lapel <clears throat> mic, you know, hidden. Okay. Yeah. Um, but other, like I wouldn't even hire anybody until you at least do a test and then you can okay. upgrade it after that. Cause I've seen too many times in my copywriting career where you spend way too much money. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Or 
even like it works as an amateur level and then you bring in the pros and yeah it takes away reason like it Mm -hmm. loses some of the yeah the virality of it and just but sometimes it's the opposite like sometimes the extra audio quality or the extra video quality does work so you really have to test but let's hear your script yeah yeah so i i I, uh watched a ton of Harmon brothers videos um i watched the jeremy's razors videos and i wrote down commonalities you know like okay Mm -hmm. what are they doing what are they doing so i wrote down uh the script it's i pull up to the gym in a big truck probably with an american flag on it oh yeah um and i step out with with murphy who's my son he's he's nine months uh i step out of the driver's seat with him and a baby bjorn on my chest um and a backwards hat headphones on uh cut off t-shirt walking toward the gym with my gym bag and then i have a couple options here of what i say to the camera uh, but I said, what's our big anti-culture statement? Yeah. Uh, and I said, do you, do you remember when the only thing toxic with masculinity when, when, was when there wasn't enough of it? Um, <laughs> or I say, uh, do you remember when dads used to look like more like GI Joes instead of hippy dippy woke princesses? There's a couple others, you know, and then yeah. basically walking towards the gym. And then like, as I, as I walk into the gym, I say, Hey, I'm Drew founder of the Epic dad company. We believe dad should do dad things, you know, like provide, protect, and lead all that stuff that's made this country the greatest planet, uh, the greatest country on the planet, America. Yeah, right. Um, and then it's just show me doing like gym stuff, but still, I have my son in the Bjorn the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say, you know, but but dads have been under attack in this country for the better part of fifty years. Big media, entertainment, and politicians have been trying to change dads from GI Joes into hippy dippy woke princesses. Um, and as I'm doing this, I'm doing pull ups, um, and Murphy's on my chest, and all you can see is here up. And doing pull-ups and then it's one-handed and then it's no hands. Hell yeah. yeah. Still going up. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, it transitions back to the home and I'm doing like dad things at home. I'm like washing the dishes, changing diapers, stuff. Um, and I said, and I said, this has gotten to this point where we are now where schools are teaching little Johnny that he can actually be little Susie. Um, and then, you know, something else that's anti-culture there. Sure. Um, and they go to the next scene and I say at the Epic dad company, we believe keeping America, uh, keep, to, to keep America from going down in flames, dads need to step up and lead. Uh, but to lead effectively, they got to take care of themselves first. And I said, yeah. you know, might work out, eat right, set sure. goals, stuff right. like that. Right. Um, I said, that's where we come in. And then I say it transitions like a hero shot, like me in front of our products. Right. Yeah. And, and I say, Hey, introducing the first ever natural supplements designed just for dads. Um, uh, says, uh, Blah, 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 where do I go? Um, yeah, introducing our, our flagship uh, Teco Pre workout made with only seven national ingredients. And then I say, is Teco Pre going to turn you into the rock? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. But what I can say is you'll be better off using it and go to the gym sure. than sitting at home on the couch and downing a sleeve of Oreos. <laughs> um, <laughs> I said, listen, our country's in trouble. And the way to fix it is for us dads to step up and lead. So bo- go buy Tedco, get in shape, be inspirational, and be an epic dad. That's right. I love it. Yeah, I think. You I mean, it's, it's a little time. rough, right? Yeah. But that's like that's the, yeah. You, you'll figure it out as you go. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Find you a, a you know a thirteen, fourteen year old in your neighborhood to help you film it and edit it. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> I probably, I may run on YouTube first mm. um, instead of Facebook, um, just because of some of the. I think they're a little more lenient right now. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to get banned for. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, YouTube right now is a little bit more lenient than than Facebook. Uh, yeah. as far as that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but, and it, and it kind of fits the format too, right? The video and the, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I think that's a pretty good hook that you could keep people for the five seconds, not to skip. Yeah. Um, so I think, 
I would try it on, on YouTube and then, you know, send them to your, your cart page and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, the, I think that's a really powerful way to go right now is just the humor. You're already doing it anyway. So it fits your brand. Um, January's coming up. This is a good time to try it. Yeah. Ad, ad costs will be a little higher in January. Um, but I think it, I think you can still, you know, you do a one, three and five pack on your sales page. I say, would you, would you send them straight to a, uh, a product page for pre-workout? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then do Absolutely. upsell three, three, yeah. five. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's what's, that's what can raise your work. price, dude. Raise your right. freaking price, man. Raise <laughs> that yeah. bad boy. I mean, seriously. I mean, I would pay a lot more than 33. What do you got? $33 for subscription. For subscription. Yeah. But yeah, it's fifteen percent off. I think you'll hit. I pay a lot more than that. I'm just telling you right now because I yeah, buy retail. Retail is forty four ninety nine is what we try to go for. Um, yeah. I think I dropped it down a little bit to try to move some to sell through because we've yeah. still got some in inventory before the new ones come in. Dude, I would um, freaking go forty four ninety nine is is and and honestly, you know, it should be forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think any, I think that's your first resistance. I don't think you'll hit any resistance. Until you hit fifty dollars, and then and it'll be- I'm going to tell you something too. Is one thing that I've talked to Sean about this on the past because I'm a big, I'm a huge, I'm a big subscriber to Athletic Greens. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, one of the things that attracted me back because I left for a period of time, but what brought me back was the fact that um, there's a lot of dads out there that they're in the grind. They travel for a living. So if you can make these in individual packs. Yeah. So I've actually, I got those. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So we've got about 6,000 of these. Oh, sweet. Um, there you go. I just had a, that's what I wanted to use for the free plus shipping, but I don't okay. think we're yeah. quite there yet. So I might okay. find a way to repurpose these into a travel pack. Dude, if you, if right? you can do a 30 day travel pack, pack. Yeah. like yeah. I, I pay extra every month cause I buy the, the bulk, but then I buy an extra, I pay extra for, the travel 30 day packs, travel. Yeah. Cause I do a lot of traveling and I have mm. to have those little packs, you know, yeah, that I can, we can find up a corrugated manufacturer, you know, to put something together yeah. for us on these easy. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude. You got a well, great right product. Now, you got to run. You got yep. basketball practice. Cause you're, I do, man. Dad. You got to be an epic dad. You're taking a practice. So uh, <laughs> where, gonna, it's been fun. Find, where would you prefer people buy from you either on your site or Amazon or does it matter uh, to you? Wh- wherever the checkout experience is better for you, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, d- doesn't matter to us. Um, whatever works for you. All right. So that means you can find them at the epic dad.com yeah. or you can go on Amazon and do a search for <clears throat> how's uh, the best way to search. And yeah. Amazons. Just like Tedco, Tedco pre-workout probably Tedco pre-workout on Amazon. Yeah. It'll, it'll okay. pop up there. Uh, that's great. Go ahead yeah. and grab some stuff and uh, you know, yeah, I think uh, support. Yeah, follow, follow us that's on awesome. Instagram. That's where we're, we're most active for sure. Shoot a DM, you know, I'll respond to every single one. Sweet, um, give me some feedback. All right, dude. Sounds thanks for joining us. We want to thank thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. We want to have you back on down in the future, you know, in the future, follow your journey, you know, six, six months from now, we'll we'll have the second product launched and hopefully be well on our way, you know? For sure. What will that be? Just a teaser. Do you know what that's? So yes, I do. Um, so it's going to be a hydration mix. Um, so think of, of kind of elements, right. The LMNT, um, you know, it's, it's going to be again, natural. Um, right now we've got three ingredients. Um, we may, so we just brought on our first sponsored athlete, which I'm, I'm I'll tease it, but I'm not gonna tell you who it is. Okay. Um, but he's a really, really big, like marathon endurance athlete. Okay. Um, and so he's going to help us design like the perfect hydration mix. Um, so this is something that you can do in those long, you know, long workouts, et cetera. But it's also something that you can do first thing in the morning, which is what yeah. we preach a lot about is hydration. And so this would be a great thing to add into your routine. Yeah. Um, of just, you know, Hey, I'm going to put this in my water every single morning. And so right now we have lemon extract, we've got Himalayan salt, we've got magnesium. 
that's it. Um, that's, that's we're, pro- we're probably going to add a little bit more, but as a yeah, base, I take Relight every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Redmond, which is a Redmond salt brand, mm-hmm. uh, Relight. Um, so I think, and that's, that's blowing up like crazy right now. So yeah. I think that's a great second. Yeah, it, it's hot. And that, that's what we preach on too. Like we've got a, um, a free challenge, the Epidad seven day challenge. And we, we touch on hydration a lot there. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, it'd be a great one to put into that sequence too, right. Of, Hey, we've got this hydration mix to help you out with that, that routine. Um, and then plus, you know, we've got one of the premier, you know, marathon racers like in the country that's going to help us develop it too. So um, should be an awesome product. And, and I've got on my six month tracker that we want to have that up and running. So awesome. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Um, well, good luck. Have fun. Yeah, basketball take care, practice. Man. And, yeah, uh, Chicago bulls. So keep, keep those, uh, keep those <laughs> seven great. kids running around the house. <laughs> hopefully nobody's bleeding. Yeah, or anything three, three point. of them are line. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hopefully nobody's bleeding in the last hour, <laughs> but, uh, have a great day. We will, we'll be in touch, Drew. Awesome. Thank you guys. Very Thanks, much for Drew. Me on. Take care, man. All right. See you guys. Yep. It's good stuff. All right, man. Did you say yeah. Chicago Bulls? I mean, he's got a kid yeah. playing for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Drew, if you need to go, you can go and we'll, uh, we'll catch up later. Okay. That's good. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and wrap up. And uh, so, yeah, check out Drew's stuff at the Epic Dad Company or the epicdad.com, Epic Dad, mm-hmm. uh, Ted Co. pre-workout on Amazon and uh, give his stuff a try. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be ordering some myself because um, I like that there's no artificial junk in it. So, oh, yeah, it's got that. everything in there. Creatine, yeah. all the stuff, you know, I mean, it's, you know, we take we have a pre-workout, we have creatine and we have this stuff stacked, you know, like it's like a stockpile on the yeah. kitchen counter, you know, I think the, the thing to pull away from this, this episode, you know, if you're listening for marketing persuasion is that he, he looked at the market, he saw some gaps that yeah. he would want filled and he created a product that he thought would solve a problem that he saw out there in the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's the, that's basically what entrepreneurship marketing what, is, yeah. is all about. Is, is solving yeah, those problems. I, I think we should, uh, I think a good show would be to revisit the, um, um, for us to revisit the blue ocean strategy, that book, it's yeah. a, it's a really good book, but it's all, it's all about creating those uncontested market areas of opportunity, um, you know, for you to dip into, you know, the, you know, the whole premise blue ocean is the areas where you're, uh, can we use it? <laughs> yes. It's, it's 2022. Absolutely. If you want, if a woman wants to use Epic Dad, that's fine. If your dog wants to use Epic Dad, I, I would. Oh, my dog does not need a pre-workout. I'll tell you that. Good Lord. He's all over the place. <laughs> Imagine the zoomies with that one. But no, uh, like I was saying, blue ocean strategy, you know, red oceans are, yeah. that's, those cool. are bloody, man. That's blood yeah. in the water. Yeah. They will eat you alive. Yeah. But uh, if you can find, yeah, you know, it's all about finding those blue ocean. So what has he found? He's found an area where he's got like, it seems like a little bit of uncontested. Yeah, I don't know enough about pre-workouts to know, but I don't see too many of them that have creatine that have all the ingredients. Not that amount. And yeah. My current pre-workout has probably like 150 grams of creatine. And I think that's just so they can say it's in there. He's got 5,000 grams. Right. Which is a full clinical dose which I have to buy separately right now. Yeah. 
that right. I use on top of the pre-workout. So I'm Absolutely. literally, when I blend up my own pre-workout, it's got like three or four different things in it before I, before I go work yeah. out. So, and he was obviously having the same problem. He said, Hey, I could create my own product. Absolutely. And he did. Um, and I like also what he's doing with the branding. Um, you know, he's willing to be the face. He's got, he's got kids. He's, you know, you watch his Instagram, you can see them when he's working out in the gym, they're working, they're in there with him. Um, you know, his, his girls the other day were roller skating around while he was doing his workout in the gym, in the garage. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just, I think that's an authenticity people are looking for in today's marketplace. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, I haven't seen his videos, but I would tell the story of him like working, you know, it's a nine month process. You know, the fact that, you know, you're testing this stuff, it's a nine month deal where you're testing. It's kind of like the hero's journey thing, right? Yeah. People appreciate that. Finding the magic elixir. You couldn't find it. So you created it like, you know, buying. That's right. Spending thousands of dollars on to find the right one and absolutely out there. So I created it. I mean, that's the classic, you know, reluctant hero story. And it works so well. And consumers like us, we want to reward those people sometimes that have put in that all that effort, you know, yep. that have done their due diligence and working, you know, and yep. if you tell that story, you know, it's even more attractive, you know, and you see those stories told time and time again on, you know, you see the videos on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you find those of like, listen, here's what we've done. You know, we saw a problem and we weren't happy with, you know, what the market provided. So here's what we did. We worked on a solution and uh, we came up with beer. <laughs> Craft beer. Exactly. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's a good story. I, I definitely, we should have him back on again. So. Yeah, we definitely will. Uh, well, I'll keep in touch with him, and and we'll we'll have him back on. So, in the meantime, though, you know, if hey, if you're if you work out and you're looking for a good workout, mm-hmm. give uh, give Drew a shot. Follow him. Um, give you some pre workout. You know, yeah, and, and pour it in your water. Pour in your beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, well, that would work. Uh, my beer did get a little bit better, by the way. Good, it's good. Um, definitely had a little four. You could taste the four. A little bit of that four roses flavor in it. So, oh, you probably like it. I need a. Check I think out. Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn Brewery, it's one of my favorite breweries as far as a national brewery. You know, they're the one that has that that Christmassy dark chocolate sure. every year that I that I brought on the last couple of years. Yes. Um, and I almost bought it again, but then I saw this one. I was like, no, I'm going to go with the Black Ops just because we had three military guys on today. That's so, so perfect. Um, so, yeah, Check it was out. good. So, all right, well, I'll let you take us out. To all of our listeners out there, you can find us at persuasionbythepint.com. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms, you know, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeart, you name it. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you're where fine podcasts are sold. You can check us out. Sean, it's been fun, man. We'll see you guys next week. Next week, we need to do a couple of episodes. We're getting closer and closer to that Um 300. 300 mark. So I think we're... Uh, Sparta. Th- yeah, I think this episode puts us at um, somewhere around the... What is this? Uh, getting close to 290. So this is 288, 290, okay. 291. Yeah, around the first of the year, we're going to hit that 300 mark. So you guys stay cool. with us. We're going to get there. Yeah, we got big plans for that. Exactly. <laughs> Probably some fireworks and lots oh, of... Yeah. Probably n- not beer, but 
some type of liquor and uh, <laughs> explosions along the way. Yeah. Why, why be persuaded with beer when you can go all the way to liquor? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. All right. all right, guys. We'll see you next time. Sean, it's been fun. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.